grave danger. Is there another kind? You see, the useful idiots that the Soviet Union, that Lenin put into America, are now the useful idiots from the Chinese. U.S. President Joe Biden, who has had another week of gaffes, confused moments. Uh, uh, They're coming down in America like Pac-Man, eating us up alive. They're acting more as propagandists. Also, the science has changed. You know the Pac-Man game? Think of a Pac-Man game out of control. Sucking away at the foundation of America. If Russia pursues its aggression, it will face the massive consequences that... Because if they don't want you to believe something and they can cast doubt... We have no intention of fighting Russia. Sometimes confusion can actually be the goal. The goal. The goal. And as we've said all along... Confusion can actually be the goal. That's an important thing to remember, too. Confusion is always the goal, and I'll elaborate on that. Welcome to another edition of Speaking Out. Jim Watkins here. I know the the, the show is spreading, and people are listening and paying note. And I'll I'll just remind you again that that you're going to hear just brutal honesty on this program. Um, Like many of my contemporaries, you know, investigative journalism, independent voices, right now is the biggest threat to the deep state and to the uh, world economic forum and, and the various forces that, that are working very hard to get us towards a global estate. Um, and, and, and the reason I say this is because you can, you can sense that there is a, uh, there's an air of nervousness within the government. Um, you can, you can sense the ratcheting up of tension uh, with this Navalny fellow, for example, don't you find it I- ironic that the man who protested Putin dies the same within a week? Think of all the things that have happened now since Tucker Carlson interviewed t- uh, Putin. Uh, you know, Navalny died. Now, Navalny should be a lesson to us. Not so much that Putin is is a, a dangerous man, because we already know that. But think of, of the, the political prisoners. Heck, think of what they're doing with Trump, a political prisoner. Uh, and they're doing everything they can. They're pulling out all the stops to try to stop this man. I mean, just from the expose of the uh, Fulton County prosecutor, Fonnie Willis, that story alone should have been discredited and everything should have gone away. There is no chance that the prosecutorial misconduct there makes it impossible for Trump to get a, a fair trial, much less the 19 other people that are all circled with the uh, the RICO statute that they're being charged with. It's unbelievable, but they continue, and maybe we'll hear some good news this week. And then you have uh, Judge uh, Engeron, and if you haven't heard, there is a huge exodus of truck drivers. Truck drivers are not going into New York. They have said enough is enough, and it it's kind of like a, a page ripped out of Ayn Rand, Atlas Shrugged. And I was thinking about that over the weekend. I thought, you know, maybe in, in, the, in that book, you know, what happens is that the people who produce stop producing because they're tired of the overreach of the government. They're, they're tired of meritocracy being ignored, which is what DIE and all of this, this uh, ESG stuff is. It's, it's, it's removing meritocracy and hard work and replacing it with some strange ideology where outcomes are guaranteed. And if you remember in Atlas Shrugged, this is what led to the producing population, those in the country that actually produced. They just said, you know, you think you can do this without us? Uh, Even Kevin O'Leary issued a scathing report report to the, the people who run the state of New York saying, you are a loser state. 
That's what he said. You are a loser state. New York Post reprinted his entire uh, response to Angeron's what he did with Trump and the $355 million fine. Uh, there were no victims. Everybody made money. There was n- no one no one pressed charges against Trump. And this judge, because he simply doesn't like him, decided to punish him with a $355 million fine. And, of course, you heard the news. He can't be a chief executive for any corporation in New York for three years. Uh, both sons were also charged uh, in, uh, also with $5 million apiece. And there was no crime committed. And this was simply, and the man, sh- uh, it will most likely not uh, stick, but it just shows you, it, we're, we're sitting here, the, the media is using the, the Navalny death as as a way of bolstering support for the Ukrainian war, which should be as a wake-up call to the kind of administration that we have today. Because of what they're doing to go after Trump. Now, there was a l- bit of an interesting news item. Oh, let me get back to this. So what's happening now is that there's a sense of nervousness. The reason is because the deep state has been exposed. There have been several articles. Last week there was an article that came out that confirmed that long before the Steele dossier showed up, long before Hillary Clinton got involved, our own FBI and the Department of Homeland Security had already begun investigating Donald Trump, an American citizen who had done nothing wrong except declare that he wanted to run for president. But because the deep state saw it as a uh, a threat to their power structure and they saw it as a threat to the military-industrial complex, they went after him. And it's really nothing uh, as dark star-chambered conspiratorial other than uh, people in the government want to keep their jobs. That's it. They just want to keep their jobs. They want to keep their roles. These elected officials that come and go are meaningless to them. They don't care about that. They only care about continuing to be a part of the administrative state. And this includes all of the people that are the secretaries, the clerks, the office workers, the support staff. These are the permanent federal employees. And the higher up you go in the chain, when you start to get to the executive branch, the more protective they are of outsiders. And that's what Trump is. He's an outsider. He's, he's a, a, a game buster. He's a game changer. He represents a deep and dark threat to the global order, the global desire to control everybody. It, it sounds outlandish, but the more you look, and this is what's being exposed with this report last week, it was very damning to the CIA and John Brennan and to Homeland Security. Of course, mainstream media completely ignored it. And then I think the... Uh, the Biden scandal continues, even though they corrupted or even though they arrested and charged one FBI whistleblower uh, with lying to Congress. There are still other uh, questions that have not been answered. Why is Biden getting money? Uh, both Bidens. What's his brother's involvement in all of this? Uh, Boblinski basically came out and, and confirmed last week uh, before Congress that Joe Biden has been getting money from foreign agents for a long, long time. So this is going out. Uh, there's now evidence to show that the reason that they conducted the Mar-a-Lago uh, fishing expedition of documents was to get a hold of a specific binder that proved that Trump had been 
uh, investigated by John Brennan and five other countries were involved in this. And this was before the Steele dossier. This is before the Russian collusion. It's unbelievable and unfathomable. And, and there's another nugget to this that's important to, to understand and grasp the totality of what's actually going on. And it has a lot to do with the Internet. Now, the Internet is a result of DARPA. A lot of the tools that we have today, even AI, is a, is a result of the government agency. Uh, they put a lot of money. They invested in a lot of MIT and uh, Stanford University College departments to come up with much of the technology that we have today. And for the first 10 years, our CIA had been using this technology, social media, to bring about the Arab Spring, for example. And they used it as a tool of upsetting the norm so they could more easily overthrow or install puppet governments or puppet, uh, puppet regimes that were more friendly to the United States. That was the role of the CIA and has been the role of the CIA going back to the mid-60s and probably even before that. Problem is you can't do that here at home unless you set up some sort of an apparatchik a Department of Homeland Security that looks at misinformation and disinformation as a threat to national security. So what I'm telling you right now is that you are now li- we are all now living in a country. We are ensconced in a system where everything is viewed from the perspective of national security. So for example, if you go online and you make a comment that you don't believe the vaccines, uh, are effective, that could be that could be viewed by the government as a threat to national security because you're putting people at harm's risk by spreading disinformation. Now, a few weeks ago at the World Economic Forum, and I can't re- recall the woman, but I know I think she's like right below Klaus Schwab, and she's and I probably could find the soundbite, but I'm I'm just sort of ad living as we go here because there's so much information, but she essentially said the next two years, and she sent out a call to all world leaders who are part of this globalist agenda, that this is the age where the only thing that matters is to fight misinformation and fight disinformation on the internet and in social media. And they are putting laws into effect in Europe, even today, that would hold people accountable if they were to allow someone to go on their social media website and spread something that the government didn't feel was appropriate. And that's where we're at now in the country. We're just starting to see that the government, well, that's being exposed, that the government worked with the FBI, worked with Bank of America, worked with financial institutions to try to bleed information so they can determine who is a threat in our country. So if you don't think that you live in a police state, then that's what you need to realize. And people like Tucker Carlson, uh, people like uh, Matt Taibbi and others, uh, who's that woman, Naomi Wolf, Robert Malone, these are the people that are screaming truth to you. But it's going through so many different filters, you don't hear it. That's where we're at. We'll continue. You're listening to Speaking Out. The top concern for the next two years is not conflict or climate. It is disinformation and misinformation. 
followed closely by polarization within our societies.